This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon and happy Tuesday, everyone. Hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and excited to find out the latest on what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and all around the world. We've got lots in store for everyone when we're talking about the UAE, because if you have been craving faster Internet, if you've been frustrated at how slow the connection is, we've got a free faster internet offer for everyone this is going to be coming in for residents all around the uae for the next three months what is the speed of the internet and how can you get it we're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments yes 100 who doesn't like free internet and not only free but faster internet than the usual we also are talking about the wikipedia's creator's computer and an nft of a first edup for auction now we are looking at you know the creation of nfts and the the, the new wave of nfts uh people like you know stephen curry the nba all-star player to normal people just buying it and you know paying millions and millions of dollars to have those non-fungible tokens. What is that all about? We will get into it in just a few moments. Yes, indeed. In the world of apps, lots is happening as well. We're going to be talking all about YouTube Shorts right here in the UAE because funding for YouTube Shorts has gone live. And this is going to be great news for every creator who is looking to gain some more money from creating content. Yes, and we're also talking about how Stanford has launched the first class that is taught completely in virtual reality now this does remind me of something called the metaverse and how soon enough everything will be done through a metaverse but this is just the first step of how teaching might be in the future yes indeed and google maps is making headlines once again two new features have been launched and we're going to be telling you all about them in just a few moments lots and lots is in store right here on the show so make sure you keep pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back we're going to leave you with this song that reminds me so much (laughs) of my childhood Viva La Tira. Oh, yes. Coldplay. Such a big throwback. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Stronger, better, faster, stronger. You know that song by Daft Punk? Yeah. This reminds me of, uh, you know, the story <laughs> right now because we're talking about free and faster internet for residents right here in the UAE for three months. Now, the free upgrade of the broadband speed is valid from December 1st, 2021, all the way to March 1st, 2022. Now, in celebration of the UAE's 50th National Day, telecom company Do has announced an increase in the broadband speed of its Do home plan, which will be completely free and as a gift to its customers. Yes, indeed. So that means you get a chance to try out a new speed of internet for absolutely no price at all for the next three months so this free upgrade is coming for anyone who has a plan with do and the speed will actually go back to normal right after the three months end so you get to try it if you like it you may be more inclined to subscribe or upgrade your plan if you don't or if you're happy with your original plan, then you'll just go back to what the plan was. Do is also offering a special package for their postpaid and prepaid mobile customers where they're giving out a free 50 gigabyte of national data to all of their postpaid customers, enterprise corporates and employee postpaid customers for the next 50 days. They will get this 50 GB for a price of 50 dirhams, which is honestly a good a good price because back in the day we can say you used to pay i think like 30 dirhams for 3 gb so now you're getting 50 gb for 
50 dirhams. Not even that, Omnia. I remember at one time it was uh, 100 dirhams for 1 GB. Yeah, back in the day. Yes. Now, if customers do activate the offer on December 4th, the 50 GB of data will still be available or valid for 50 days from the date of the activation. Now, customers can activate the UAE 50 data offer until December 4th through special offers in the section in the Do app or dialing star 055 hashtag. A confirmation SMS will then be sent once the bundle is active and that data will be valid for 50 days from the date of activation. Now, earlier, the Etsalat uh, did offer 50 mm-hmm. GB free mobile data to citizens to celebrate the UAE's National Day or the UAE's 50th National Day. As we do know, it is a huge milestone, 50 years of success and innovation. So why not give free 50 GB of data? Yes, indeed. And we do know that the UAE has become completely functional by using the Internet. You name it, cars are now functioning by using data. Um, Internet of Things needs Wi-Fi and Internet. So Internet is becoming a very vital part of our lives. And we've already seen the success of 5G and 6G being in talks as well. So let us know, have you already been enjoying the features of this brand new speed of Wi-Fi or are you yet to receive it? Coming up on today's show, we have lots to share with you when it comes to NFT, which are also known as the non-fungible tokens. Because Wikipedia's creator's computer is up for sale how much and who is going to get his hands or her hands on it we're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world over the years we've been seeing a lot of collectibles a lot of valid we can say start points of innovation being up for sale for nfts which are also known as non-fungible tokens I think a couple of days ago, a couple of months ago, we talked about the the very first computer, the very first Apple computer was up for sale. Mm-hmm. And then it was, I believe, the first version or the code of Wikipedia that was up for sale. And now we're talking about the Wikipedia creator's computer that is now up for sale. And a lot of people are actually excited to purchase it. Hundreds of thousands of dollars have been a part of the auction and people are excited to see very, we can say, precious items that kind of mark the beginning of an era being up for sale and some are actually interested in buying it. Yes, now the personal computer that Wikipedia founder Jimmy Wales used when programming the online reference source that we all know is Wikipedia. Imagine it's been born for 20 years. Yeah, I mean, 20 years ago and it's now going under the hammer along with an NFT memorializing his first edit on the platform. Now, we are looking at NFTs very, very, very on the rise. Everyone is trying to jump into the NFT world. Everyone Mm. is trying to make a quick buck off NFTs because NFTs are very, very, very expensive. Just a couple of days ago, an NFT sold on the metaverse Mm. for around 2.5 million US dollars. Oh, my God. There is a lot when it does come to NFTs and you can really make a lot of good money. And when a lot of people didn't understand the concept of NFTs Mm. and the way I understood it, the way I was explained, you know, is that it's like the Mona Lisa, right? Mm. The Mona Lisa painting, how much does it go for? Like $500 million, right? Does it give you anything in return? It doesn't. It's just a beautiful painting that only you in the world own, Mm. right? Same exact concept with NFT. It's artwork being sold. It can be artwork or it can be anything, but in this case, it is the personal computer. But 
when it comes to artwork, for example, we've seen those those uh, those apes. They mm. call them the apes or the bapes, mm. right? Those are. I think Stephen Curry bought one for eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it's just a picture, mm. right? And you know the concept of buying these uh, these artworks or NFTs is more of a status symbol than anything else. True, I absolutely agree. But there's also a safety. There's a layer of safety when it comes to NFTs because, um, you know, unlike different tokens and different cryptocurrencies that we've seen out there on the market, NFTs actually kind of give you like a public proof of ownership that is secured yes. by using blockchain technology. And that's something you don't technically find with other cryptocurrencies, which is the reason why many artists have been encouraged every single day to create art and sell it as an NFT. But Let's talk a little bit about that computer that is out for sale or up for sale by the Wikipedia creator. It is a strawberry iMac. I must say, I have never heard of a strawberry iMac until I saw one. It literally looks like a Tama... What was it called? Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi, yes. Yeah, Tamagotchi. Um, it's so cute to begin with. Um, it's a strawberry pink color. And it was the machine that Wales used for development and research 20 years ago when he was working on launching the Wikipedia, the website that we all know and use on a day-to-day -day basis, on the 15th of January back in 2001. And he's actually... Uh, sending it up or putting it up for auction and he is going to be overseeing the sale that began on Friday in New York. Now, the second lot is for an NFT, uh, which is basically what he posted on, on his website or on Twitter was actually pretty interesting. He said, hello world, this is going to be your chance to purchase what made the world. Yes, and again, you know, the NFT, which will be presented in JPG format or as I like to call it, JPEG format will be interactive with the buyer being able to edit the page, which can be reset with a timer to revert to its original state. So this NFT can be sold and can be reverted at any given time based off the buyer. So it can be tradable at other, you know, at, uh, for mm. other buyers. It depends who wants to buy it. I'm looking at this NFT being sold in the millions of dollars because Wikipedia, everyone uses it. Mm -hmm. Now, the two lots are for sale online through December 15th, which Christie hoping they will sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars. I do believe it will reach a million dollars or even more because, again, it is an auction. So everyone will place their bid. Now, we do an NFT. The, uh, there is an NFT mm -hmm. of the World Wide Web source or as we know it, www which was sold in July for 5.4 million US dollars. So I am looking at somewhere around the same, um, you know, price range because everyone, everyone uses Wikipedia. No True. one, there's no one that doesn't use Wikipedia. Wikipedia True. is a very, you know, uh, good source of information. And not the most credible, but it's a good source. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people do say it's not the most credible, Omnia. Because you can edit on it. You That's can edit thing. on it, but the thing is with that, uh, any, I can edit one right now, mm. but it doesn't go live at the same time. Someone will review your yeah. edit. So if someone reviews your edit and they don't like it, well, boom, it's done. True. But, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about YouTube shorts. The, the It was YouTube's way of trying to mimic <laughs> TikTok. I feel like they're actually doing pretty good. Well, we're going to tell you how you can actually get some money from it. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. What's worth a click and download, ladies and gentlemen? 100% all of you have this downloaded. We're talking about... 
the YouTube. I think everyone frequents YouTube at least <laughs> once a day. Oh, yeah. I think that is just, you know, the minimum people frequent it. And now, you know, I've been, you know, I've binged YouTube shorts for a good amount of time at multiple times in my life. Mm -hmm. But uh, we do know that YouTube shorts was, you know, the knockoff of TikTok. And, you know, TikTok is obviously a great, great, great platform that gained a lot of attention. And the other social media giants got a little jealous and they all created their own, whether it was Instagram Reels or this YouTube shorts. But now we're talking about how the YouTube shorts fund is going to go live right here in the UAE. Now the YouTube ha the YouTube YouTube has <laughs> announced that its 100 million dollar YouTube Shorts fund which does seek to re reward content creators and artists for their creative and unique short video short videos right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed. So starting this week, YouTube Shorts Fund is active in the UAE in addition to many other countries right here in the Middle East. We're talking about Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Algeria, Iraq, Bahrain, Jordan, Kuwait, Lebanon, and Morocco. And the global short, uh, YouTube Shorts Fund was actually announced earlier in May where they were talking about making it available in a number of markets around the world so that people and content creators can be motivated, inspired to kind of put their all put their all into what they're doing. So the channels that qualify for the fund can earn, can earn anywhere between $100 and $10,000 each month to start. And they're going to be getting bonus payment amounts that are going to be adjusted based on the channel's total shorts performance and the audience's location. Because we do know with YouTube, based on where you locate, where your audience is located around the world, you get paid differently. Um, experts at YouTube have also said that the company has plans to expand the fund to even more countries in the coming months. I believe this is an amazing opportunity for content creators. Do I personally enjoy shorts? Honestly, not really. I never even felt like they were doing that well, but you enjoy it. I know a lot of people do. And in general, I feel like from a content creator perspective, it's great to experiment with it and also get money from being inspired to create content. You know what a lot of YouTube content creators were doing regarding YouTube shorts is that they would take small clips of their actual video mm. and post it to YouTube shorts. Yeah. And if you liked what you were seeing, it's like a promo. You, yeah, it was like a it was like a trailer. Mm. And you can go and to their own channel and you can get, you know, the full video. Now, when it does come to money, money makes the world go round and round and round. And that is what is a big initiative for a lot of people. Now, Instagram, believe it or not, was giving out a lot of money in recent months to mm. people who were creating reels on their platform. And I know one guy that got paid $3,000 just out of nowhere. Oh, wow. Without any, you know... Participation. Not, no, he participated. He, mm. It wasn't even a participation. He just posted a reel that went viral. And, you know, he had about 42 million views on the reel. Oh, and wow. then all of a sudden, you know, he gets a notification from Instagram in the app mm. that says, hey, we have accredited $3,000 to your account. Please do one, two, three to gain the, to get the money. I feel like this is turning into or copying TikTok. It is copying when TikTok, TikTok because, you know, launched that because, you know, TikTok's initiative made a lot of people jump on the platform. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Instagram does want to do the same and YouTube shorts does want to do the same. And we do know that YouTube pays a lot of money to his content creators. I think what's amazing about this feature, though, is that YouTube channels do not need to be currently monetizing on YouTube to be eligible. So this also puts young content creators 
on the list to be able to participate. Let us know if you're a content creator yourself and you are going to be participating in the YouTube Shorts Fund competition that is going live. Check this out. Check this out. Virtual classes coming live, but not right here in the UAE. We're talking about world-renowned, renowned, world-known universities, Harvard and Stanford. We've always heard these names, and many people used to think, you know, if I'm not living in the U.S., if I'm not physically there, there's no way I can take classes at such universities. Harvard proved otherwise during the COVID-19 pandemic. They were actually offering some free classes uh, that can be completely attended virtually. You don't even have to physically be there. And Stanford is now following its footsteps. But they're doing that in fashion because they have launched the first class that is taught completely in virtual reality. Yes, now the course is part of a study that the virtual virtual human interaction lab and it is running on education in virtual spaces now they are interested in studying people in vr over time and even evaluating how people will adapt to their behavior to virtual environments so again it is two birds with one stone they are giving uh, you know the students an amazing vr experience but at the same time they are learning from these students' behavior mm -hmm. at, you know, when they are in the virtual or VR environment. So, again, I'm looking at this as one step closer to a whole new different world. And not only that, it also does fall in line with Facebook's new future, which is the metaverse. Yes, indeed. Now, the software that the class is going to be using is known as Engage. And this software is going to be running its course in the summer and it's going to be a virtual meeting platform so they're going to be providing tools for students and teachers to build and interact in virtual environments and it's interesting because just like you've mentioned they're hitting two birds with one stone they are also allowing students to be more creative and more imaginative because they get to take the class wherever they want it's virtual reality so they have a lot more flexibility in the setting of the class as well as the content that is being taught another concern that they had to navigate through though was privacy privacy was a very big concern um, and they were concerned about people making fake accounts trying to enter those classes but rest assured they've also taken that into control and updated the way. Yes, yeah. I mean, it does remind me of Zoom bombing, if you guys uh, remember that funny time back when, uh, you know, the, the, the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of, uh, you know, uh, trolls were Zoom bombing class uh, classrooms. Now, over the course of the two classes that were taught over the summer quarter and this fall, Stanford was able to collect over 3,000 hours of data on virtual reality, and they do hope that the data collected from the course will be spur will actually spur discoveries in behavioral adaption to the VR environment and even continue expanding the ability of educational VR. Now, think about it like this, virtual rea reality classrooms. Now, let's say, for example, now you are an engineering student, you study mechanical engineering, COVID-19 pandemic is at its peak, mm -hmm. and you can't, you know, go to the lab or you cannot go to the workshop so what this vr will do hmm. is bring the workshop to your home how well we do know the virtual reality you can literally and basically do anything so the setting and the place will be at a workshop and you can play with the tools look at the tools look at the lab material all inside of your vr headset 
and you know it's it's not halting education if anything it is accelerating education because just like omnia said you know you can be anywhere in the world and have access to this you know virtual reality classroom you know speaking of firsts as stanford celebrates one of its firsts right here in the heart of sharjah we are celebrating yet another first because the first edition of the sharjah events festival is taking place on friday and saturday this week on the 10th and 11th of december at al majaz amphitheater it's going to be carrying the slogan see sharjah and it's going to be giving you kind of like a quick roundup of everything exciting that's going to be happening in the heart of Sharjah this upcoming year. We're talking about entertainment shows, music, sports, arts and crafts, different competitions, different cash prizes. So honestly, it's a great destination for families, for individuals to go ahead and have some fun. Our very own team at Pulse95 will also be covering this event. So you can even meet some of us over there. I believe Ahmed Duri and Aisha Mazni will be with you on Friday celebrating this event and getting to kind of learn more about what's going to be happening in charge of this upcoming year because we definitely have lots in store right here in this Emirates. Yes, indeed. So ladies and gentlemen, do, you know, attend, you know, this charge event. It will be a very amazing and fun time. We're talking entertainment for children and families, carnivals, parades, music games, and even amusement shows. If you do want more information, go to www.chargerevents.ae. We are taking a short break, ladies and gentlemen, but when we come back, we're talking all about Google Maps and the two new features that they are introducing. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? The app we all use on a day-to-day basis. Google Maps is making headlines once again with two brand new features that they're introducing for everyone to enjoy and get to their destination in the fastest way possible. The question is, what are they and how can we use them? The first one that they've launched recently is known as the Navigate Through Airports, Malls and Transit Stations. So... We love using navigation when we want to get to a certain location. But what if you are in that location, but you just don't know your way around it? And that honestly happens quite often right here in the UAE when new things open up, new malls, um, expo has been happening. So that has been difficult to maneuver, especially if you've never been to it. So now Google Maps can actually come in handy and help you go through the place itself. Yes. And, you know, given we have very big malls right here in the UAE, this would be a very helpful tool but, uh, you know, Omnia, about five years ago, I had this idea of, uh, you know, uh, using Google Maps or sorry, using maps to navigate around malls. But unfortunately, I don't have the finances or anything to actually create an app. So now Google has beat me to it. Five years ago, I thought about this app and I actually reached out to a couple of programmers and I reached to a couple of coders. And really? I said, yeah. And I said, hey, we have this app. Mm. I want to do one, two, three, four. And they were like, it's going to cost a lot, you know? Mm. And unfortunately, I never got to it. But now Google is getting to it where you can navigate through airports, malls, and transmit transit stations. Now, after that, we're looking at another one. Browse Google Maps to see how busy a place is. Now, Google did add a new feature to its Google Maps busyness tool. Not business, busyness. <laughs> now, before you need to, to search a location like a business to see a chart that showed how crowded it was in real time. But now, a new feature called Area Busyness lets you see when an entire map is clogged with people. Now, we do know that Google Maps does show you traffic updates, but now you'll be seeing 
if a location like a mall or a restaurant or a coffee shop is crowded or not, which I do believe is great. Instead of calling and asking for reservations, you will know whether or not a place is busy. And this feature was actually launched uh, to help out with protecting others from the COVID-19 virus and to kind of it's it was like a precautionary measure during the coronavirus pandemic because if you know ahead of time that a place is going to be crowded at this specific hour you may change your plans and decide to go elsewhere where it's a lot less crowded and a lot more COVID friendly so let us know if you have checked out those two new features the business feature should be available the minute you look up a certain location you'll find that the business is high or the business is low it'll even show you the the usual how uh, long it's going to take you to get there and less traffic uh, or less crowded roads versus the roads that are a bit more crowded. Um, You can even track your trip itinerary and your agenda on Google Maps. A lot of people have actually been using this feature and it's actually been hitting travel agencies pretty hard because I know a couple of people that were able to plan their entire trip from start to finish activities, uh, hotels, uh, even rides to wherever they wanted to be without reaching out to any travel agent whatsoever. So let us know what are your thoughts about these features and if you've tried them out yourself. I just tried them out. And? Well, Mm -hmm. a lot of places that I know are always busy are really busy right now, <laughs> believe it or not. I think everyone's getting, you know, lunch right now yeah. during their breaks. So, again, I like this busyness feature. I might be using it, you know, if I need to, you know, fill my car with some petrol and I need to know which petrol oh, station has yes. less people because I remember one time. I actually saw that yesterday and I didn't even link it that this is the feature that we're talking about. Exactly. I wanted to go get gas and it showed me. This station is more busy than that station. Yes, and I'll remember, a birdie told me something years ago. Mm. And that birdie told me, you're never smarter than <laughs> Google Maps. True. Google Maps says it's traffic, is traffic. Google Maps says there's no traffic, there's no traffic. Always believe in the maps. But ladies and gentlemen, we want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, have you used this new feature yet? I just didn't. It looks like everything is A-OK. But ladies and gentlemen... This does conclude Future Talk for today. We'll be seeing you guys same time, same place tomorrow. But we want you guys to have a very, very, very beautiful and long and not a long drive. A very <laughs> safe drive to your destination. But Pulse95 will be playing all the time, 24-7, 365. We'll see you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, only here on Pulse95. 95.